Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to another ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith, while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 127, and I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. My guest today says, you do the natural and God does the supernatural. And joining me on today's show is Cynthia Pelter. Cynthia runs a faith fashion and lifestyle blog called Swanky Sin, where she shares personal devotionals, testimonies, campaigns, skincare, food, recipes, personal style and fashion. Now she recently launched Swanctuary Boutique and that's a shop where women come to look, feel and be blessed. It's a faith-based, or it is faith-based, and she curates her personal style for women to shop according to their own personal style. Now on today's show, Cynthia is going to share, don't fall for the notion that hard hustle gets the job done. Only through being connected to God, we know when to push and when to rest. I so agree with that, Cynthia. Don't give up. She's going to talk about if God has given you the vision and the purpose, keep going. He always provides hope and encouragement at the opportune times. She's also going to talk about allowing others to inspire you, but don't try to duplicate their efforts. Be you and so much more. So welcome to the show, Cynthia. Thanks for having me. Oh, you are so very welcome. I love uh, how you're putting uh, all of this creative endeavors into what it, uh, must be just this amazing blog where you cover personal devotionals, testimonies, campaigns, skincare, food, recipes, personal style and fashion, everything that uh, I think so many women love and appreciate. Share with us, if you will, what gave you the idea to, to start this podcast, or oh, this podcast, this blog? <laughs> So I got the idea in 2010. Um, it was all God inspired. Um, I was very shy um, being in the forefront, but um, I don't know, God was calling me. He was already working in me because at that time I was actually not walking with the Lord. I was a Christian, but I was basically a prodigal daughter. That's how I like to call it. Yes. I was spending away my 20s and um, now I see it that God was, God was setting me up for now. Mm. So I was living in New York and I was obsessed with shoes, like shoes were my thing. Some girls like bags, some girls like makeup, shoes was my thing. And I recognized that there was no real magazine focused on shoes. And he had already like put it in me to create a magazine. So I 
initially started Slinky Sin because I wanted to do beautiful editorials and I wanted them to be like around shoes, basically. Mm -hmm. You know, usually editorials and magazines, it's all fashion based, but I wanted the focal point to be um, shoes. And I wanted it to be like, this is before all the, the bloggers that are out there now, you yeah. know, <laughs> it wasn't like that at that time. So I was thinking just an online magazine and having editorials. And for some reason, I wanted to share my faith journey. Mm -hmm. I wanted, and it was so imperfect, but I was like, I really feel led that this is something I have to share. I have to share the roller coaster of being imperfect, but still reading the Bible, seeking mm -hmm. God in my own way. And it's interesting because it wasn't me. That was all God for me to be so open to share my journey at such a place where I am not, I mean, where I was then is not where I am now. So for me to feel so comfortable saying, hey, come along this big journey with me, you know, it was God. And even combining the two, I had people say like, that's crazy, you know, like, you don't combine business with religion. Mm. And I was like, well, I'm not. It's I'm sharing me. Yes. And this is what it is. So, I mean, there's been some evolution since then, but that is how um, how it began, just yeah. wanting to encourage women and also wanting to share fashion. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things I love about that is that you gave yourself permission to show up and, and not just share half of you, like your love for shoes and, and ultimately now, it's got fashion and a lot of other topics, but also the fact that you said, well, if I'm not sharing my faith, and particularly my faith journey, it's just not going to give a full account of who I am and the message and the experience that I want to create for people, readers of and visitors now, of course, uh, to your website and your blog. Share a little bit about what you've noticed in the response to people now who are reading and, and visiting your uh, your blog. What are the comments that you're finding? Are, uh, from them, the fact that you've courageously stepped out and, and done this, are you finding that others now are finding their voice and, and doing the same because you've stepped out boldly and said, you know what, this is how I'm going to be and this is what I'm going to share? You know, I always say gray minds think alike. Um, and I feel like there's often a lot of people that feel like other people are copying them. And sometimes that's really not the case. I just feel that we all have this commonality where we have like this vision that is similar and it's okay that there's a lot of us, you know, it's okay um, that we're all out there. But um, I'm so excited when I see like other faith and fashion bloggers because you don't see it, but you do see it more now. At that time, no, that was not something that I found either. I think maybe, um, some people had a solely devoted faith blog journal because at that time some people had like these journals more than a blog or a website. Um, but I've noticed how God has been able to use my gifts to impart a message and then people are touched by it and they receive it at the right time. And I totally get it because I feel like I've received the same from other people. So it's it's a give and take you know everything it makes everything go around if, if that makes sense like be a blessing so you can be blessed it, you know like when you give you get that back in return so i know what it means like mm -hmm. to be authentic and i try my best to 
allow God to speak through me because I'm not speaking for myself. I'm speaking so these people can be touched. Yeah. And I always find like at the right time when I don't understand why I'm doing what I'm doing, someone emails me and they they are so encouraged by me, but they don't realize that their email is super encouraging to me yeah. because they don't understand, you know, what I'm going through. So it's yeah. it's it's a beautiful thing. Like the main one that gets a lot of response is the acne ones that I did. Mm-hmm. And basically, um, I started praying over my skin because I was so frustrated mm-hmm. and I was tired of buying products and I really did not have the budget to start buying more expensive products to take care of my acne. And I just felt led to say, you know what, I'm gonna pray for healing mm-hmm. every time I wash my face. And that's twice a day. So that was the focus point. I had some scripture and it worked beautifully more than over time seeing my skin heal Mm. it did an amazing thing for my prayer life and just for my spiritual like relationship with god so i made a video and i shared that and so many people um respond to that yeah amazing Yeah. yeah amazing let's talk about not falling for the notion that hard hustle gets the job done so important and even today i was reading uh one of my comments from one of the people i'm connected to a colleague and she was at an event i won't share whose event this was but this person typically gets up on stage and is just there for hours i'm talking maybe 12 14 hours which to me i look at that and i and someone commented under that oh i'm i'm working my way up to do that and i thought to myself are you serious you will end up just oh you know like collapse so talk a bit more about this because so often we think you know hustle 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 to the point where our bodies go no 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 and we're told in the bible reminded this is not the way that we are supposed to work particularly as christian entrepreneurs share more no um that's something god has really placed strongly in me and um i i can't remember the the verses but i have journaled it because it's come back around where god has brought a verse to me and it's like this is what i keep telling you you don't have to hustle to get the blessings you don't have to work hard and that's why i love you do the natural and god does the supernatural i feel like hustle that means you're going outside of god and you're putting all that pressure on yourself so it defeats the like i understand it if you're not a believer because you really only have yourself and it's a doggy dog world in your mentality but as a believer i feel like you know we have something greater something more powerful you know he says he's our strength and our weakness so that's the furthermore why we don't have to hustle and i have seen it i have seen when and it's the world, the world will push that on you and the culture will make you feel like you have to go, you have to be doing so much, you have to like, you know, and also with social media, you see other people doing things, you don't take the, you, you don't know what it takes for them to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't know if they're doing it purposefully because it might seem that way, but like you said, their body's probably screaming out to them and they're not letting anyone know that. Mm-hmm. So I've learned that I can't be led by that. And when I take a step back and I just surrender it to God and I trust him and I say, hey, I'm doing my best. Mm -hmm. I believe that you're covering me, that you're going ahead of me and you're paving the way. I don't need to hurry myself. I don't need to stress myself out. And that doesn't negate the fact that it still takes hard work Mm -hmm. and it does take pushing through sometimes. But 
he comes and he just gives you a platter. When you do that, when you surrender it to him, then he shows you, yes, thank you, faithful servant, because you don't have to work the way the world works. Yes, love that great reminder uh, and insights there. And one of the things that you said, it, it is important that we're working on the right activities, but letting God put his super to our natural and then, of course, really generating yeah. results that on our own we really could see there's no way that I could possibly achieve this. Let's talk about not giving up because sometimes, you know, in, in on, and not sometimes, oftentimes, there are projects that we've launched or strategies that we've uh, implemented and they just didn't turn out as we had hoped or expected. And you say, don't give up. Let's share some insights around, especially if someone's going through a season where they have launched something and it really hasn't generated the results that they'd hoped for. I feel, I just know that God, for me, continues to remind me to stay focused on the vision. And when you have that relationship with God, especially a business that was inspired, I feel like every Christian that has a business, it's partly their ministry as well. And it was fully inspired by God. So he has given you a vision. He has given you something. He has planted some seed in you that we always have to go back to, to be reminded of what it was that he spoke to us and he said to us. And sometimes it's hard for other people to understand, understand, but you know what that vision is. And if he placed it in you, he's going to see it through because he fulfills his promises. So I have seen that over and over again. And he just gives you enough of a push, you know, when you, when you want to give up, but you're like, no, no, you gave me this vision. This is what you're showing me. And I can't, I just have to keep going. And then you go and he's like, yes. And he shows you some way somehow that you're on the right track with that little push and to keep going and it's like a little roller coaster then until you get to your next hump and you're doubting again you know let's you know sometimes you, there's just no way around it like you said it's gonna happen even yes. when you work on it you're gonna come back to that point mm -hmm. but you say no this is the vision god has given me and i'm going to see it through and um yeah he just keeps encouraging me yeah, fantastic. You know, one of the things that I um, you've touched on, and I'd love to dive a little bit deeper into this because I think this is sometimes uh, something that can often, if we're not uh, if we're not careful, we can not only be inspired by others, but we can try and then duplicate their their efforts. And really, when someone when you do that, you're really negating the unique qualities, gifts, characteristics, and strengths that God has gifted us. So let's talk about. What's the difference and what are some key things to keep in mind as we are being inspired by those around us who are maybe working in the same industry as us to inspire us but not necessarily duplicate their efforts? What are some key things that you recommend that uh, people do uh, to be inspired but to, to be very mindful too of some unique qualities that they can bring to that, to whatever they're doing in, in their work? so that they are just fully being themselves? What are some key things? I think the main one I would say, and I'm such an advocate for, are doing uh, spiritual gifts tests mm -hmm. and strengths tests. There's so many different kinds, um, mm -hmm. but there's like the Myers-Briggs. I did the um, EYS one, which I loved. I, I think that one has like a faith-based one, so mm -hmm. that's pretty cool. Um, but those tests have really helped hone in and tap into who God created me to be. 
So regardless of my inspiration from other people, you're always going to notice something different. And I feel like when you notice something different, it's easy to be like, well, I need to fix that and then be like that person mm -hmm. because I'm inspired by them, but I need to change what I'm not to achieve what they've achieved or be them. Yes. But I feel like when you take these strengths, um, it shows you that even your weaknesses are actually strengths. You've just been looking at them the wrong way and mm -hmm. it helps your perspective. Um, so that's one thing that always keeps me humble and it keeps me um, grounded in who God made me to be and um, inspecting differences. But just, it all goes back to the foundation of staying connected to God and praying mm -hmm. and journaling and letting him pour into you so he continues to fuel your business and your dream. And um, even when you are inspired by other people, you know what your path is, you know yes. what it is you're supposed to be doing and what you specifically are called to be doing. Yeah, I think self-awareness, and that was one of the things that you mentioned, when you do various um, gifts assessments and other assessments, you really can hone in on areas where you really are quite strong in, and sometimes too, as we're growing our business, we recognize that there are areas that we maybe can get people to outsource to or delegate to as well. When you look at your your business then or your, your lifestyle blog, I mean, there's various aspects of that. When you went through and identified the gifts and the talents that you had that were uniquely yours, how did that structure your, your day? And, and the reason I'm asking this is I, I've seen various um, you know, shows where they have people that run blogs and, and really it's like journalism and creativity and all of that wrapped in a, a, as one. So I'd love for you, what, what is a typical snapshot of your day or maybe, maybe even as you're putting together a story, the kind of process that you go through? Don't want you to give away your secrets, but like an overview because for many people, online blogs and things that you're involved in is quite new to them. Would love you to share some insights. Yes, for me personally, um, it's a roller coaster. Mm. I know for a type A person, they might have it all the way together and everything is structured and planned and they know when they're gonna write and they know when they're gonna shoot and they know when they're gonna, when they're gonna do this. Mm. For me, it's not that structured. Mm. Um, I have learned to be organized because I have to be. Um, I don't have an assistant right now, but eventually when I get to that point, it will be such a relief. Um, but for now, I navigate everything. So it's, it's mainly inspiration mm -hmm. with a little bit of structure because yeah. both are necessary. And I used to be all inspiration, hated structure, hated, you know, having to feel like I was in a box. But I realized the beauty in that, and I've gotten better even with, um, so with blogging, I use WordPress, and there's like a back office, mm -hmm. and I actually was able to upload, I think it's, um, it's what, what do you call that, an app that you mm -hmm. load, and it has a calendar, so I'm able to just, when I get inspired, I just dump a draft, I just yes. vomit mm -hmm. everything, let it flow, I don't care about how it sounds like, and then it becomes a draft, yeah. and then I allocate it. And then over time, I've created, okay, this day, I want to talk about skincare. This day, I want to talk about, you know, mm -hmm. fashion. This day, I want to share my devotionals. It took me a while to get there because of the type of inspirational person mm -hmm. I am. I just wanted to post it whenever I wanted to post it. But I feel like that allowed me to have some structure. Mm -hmm. um, I watched a lot of webinars to learn different mm -hmm. tips and tricks, but I've learned what works for me. And so I start with that dumb phase 
And then when I figure out what exactly it is that I want to share, then I go back in, I clean it up. Mm-hmm. Um, then um, you have to find the pictures that you want to take. If it's a devotional, mm-hmm. I usually use uh, free pictures online. If it's fashion, of course, I have to take pictures for myself or whether it's skincare. Um, then you have to think about SEO, mm-hmm. which means um, if people are searching on Google, they're able to find your article. Yes. And basically SEO is just keywords that are naturally in what you're writing already. Um, and then you have to think about the title, which is very important. And you also have to think about the photos and how you name them. That's one thing it took me a while to figure out because I had numbers and mumbo jumbo and they weren't pulling up. So if you name your photo, whatever it has to do either with the topic you're discussing or I like to just look at the picture Mm -hmm. and name it what that picture is so if someone's looking up something specific whether it's a purse or whether it's a hairstyle or a certain type of product my photo will pull up Mm. and that's like really really important all you have to do is like rename every photo um and those are like it's a lot of different things Mm -hmm. it's in the beginning it's hard to adjust but then it becomes second nature once you keep you know doing the same thing over and over it becomes second nature but um it's a lot it's a lot like to tack off Mm -hmm. and that's why some people um don't realize a lot of work goes behind it never mind the writing aspect of it alone is a lot yeah but yeah i don't have like any set um any set like specific structure yeah and that i'm glad to, i that, like to be in yeah i i love that you've shared that because i think it just goes and shows what you said and i'm just going to do there's a little bit of um a noise coming through so i'm just going to pop you on mute and i'll unmute you when um you you next speak i think one of the greatest lessons there what you was talking about earlier is you know find out what what your strengths are what your approach is and and what really allows you to create a structure or maybe for you you know the flow i like flow too and and having a bit of structure in there but if things are far too regimented for me it's kind of like i yeah it's not something that i would do on on an ongoing basis so i think it's such a great reminder find what kind of environment and what really supports you and continue to do that and that's really important too because i'd see um other people uh, looking at how uh, you know someone who's very influential or, or seems to have everything in the right place they try and copy the way they they work and their style and all of that and then it just doesn't gel and that's because the way that you work is different you know you might work earlier in the morning and then maybe not so much late at night or whatever and it just goes to show be you in that way too not only in how you deliver the message but how you structure the work and how you show up at work too. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what um, exciting plans do you have in store? And I'm sure for people who really do love all of the things that you love and share on your blog and of course on your boutique, they would love to go and check it out. To, so share how best people can get in touch with you and go to your shop and, uh, and your blog. 
So swankysin.com, which is basically swanky, S-W-A-N-K-Y, and then the first three letters of my name, Cynthia, C-Y-N. So that's swankysin.com. That's where my blog is. It's a faith, fashion, and lifestyle blog. And then I have Swanctuary Boutique, which I recently relaunched, and that is also faith and fashion based. And I'm really excited for that because I'll be sharing um, my, I've only been doing capsule wardrobe about two years, Mm -hmm. Um, but that's basically how the boutique is going to be set up. It's going to be set up based on my seasonal wardrobe Mm -hmm. and my color palette. And I'm just going to allow everyone to join in. (laughs) And um, I have three different styles. So I feel like there'll be something for everyone. You know, I have my classy, my edgy, and then I have my chic style. So it'll have a little bit of everything for everyone. And then further down the line, um, I think I did briefly mention to you in the email, I'll be writing a guidebook that I've already started on and it's Swankified, a guide to living holy and being swanky, mm-hmm. which I will be uh, launching through swankypelzer.com. Um, because I look at it like my blog is more of a source of inspiration. Mm-hmm. Somewhere where you go and you're inspired. Um, Swanctuary Boutique uh, is somewhere where women come to look, feel, and be blessed. Because although it's online, I do have a vision for it to be on the storefront and for it to be a place where women actually come and shop, but then they do leave feeling blessed mm-hmm. because of the way it's set up. Yeah. And Swanky Pelzer is going to be more of a resource-based website where you actually get tools to mm-hmm. apply everything that I'm already working on um, in my other websites. And that's mm-hmm. what the Swankify guide will be, just balancing both worlds, the inner and the outer. Yeah, so important. And especially with so many challenges and, you know, uh, distractions, if you will, so important to be reminded on what we should be focusing on and what is going to sustain us certainly as we uh, continue to grow our business. One of the things I'm doing, uh, Cynthia, for all of my guests at the end of the show, and I'd love to do that for you too, is just say a word of prayer. May I do that for you? Fantastic. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Cynthia today as she shared her testimony and uh, her love for all things fashion and food and faith. Uh, And really, we're just uh, so blessed as she reminded us of the importance of recognizing who we are, our gifts and our strengths that you've blessed us with. And then, of course, uh, continuing to lean on you as we grow our businesses. Father, we just want to pray and uphold Cynthia and uh, her websites and her vision for her business uh, to you today and can ask for your continued blessing and grace and favor as she continues to grow her kingdom business. And uh, yeah, we just ask this all in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank Thank you you so much much for coming on the show. And uh, we'll certainly put all of the links on how people can connect with you on the show notes and Vicious Entrepreneur Network. You can find me on Swanky Sin everywhere. Everywhere. Just type that in. Swanky Swanky. (laughs) Wonderful. (laughs) Well, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by BeTheDifferenceMovement.com, changing the world one message at a time. Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? 
Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at www.bethedifferencemovement.com. That's bethedifferencemovement.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.